We have an interesting topic on the subject. You know, you can see it's Christmas around us. It's Christmas, I'm sure, where you are. Probably the temps have dropped and you're starting to get into that holiday spirit. But for a lot of people, it's not always so jolly and fun and happy. And that's, you know, we get a lot of prayer requests about this time of year being something that often can be depressing for a lot of people. And that's a, a very serious thing. Well, uh, not only that, but uh, you have families that are separated, uh, sons and daughters that might be in the military overseas or people who work in distant foreign countries and only get furloughs every so often or, or you have family separations in other ways or a spouse or a member of the family has passed away and, and uh, people face things like that and people tell me that Christmas can also be one of the loneliest times of the year. Yeah, and that's something I think that's really easy for us in certain situations to just think of it as such a happy fun time. I personally love Christmas. I love sure. what it represents. It's my mom's birthday. I love what the season brings, but that's not always the case for everyone. And, and we have a lot of people who, who say this is the most lonely, the most depressing. You know, they, they sit at home on Christmas Eve by themselves doing nothing. And, and some of the time they even say, you know, I really just mope all day about how lonely and sad I am. And, and I think that that's not a healthy way to deal with what sometimes comes in our lives. No, it's not. And people often say to me and ask in their prayer requests, what can I do uh, to, to get through Christmas? Yeah. You know, well, there are a number of things that you could do. You could begin to plant some seed in some other people's lives. Not only would you be a blessing to them, but that blessing would come back to you. For example, you might go down to a soup kitchen. You know, there are a lot of people in the United States that are homeless and they have no place to be. Not only are they alone, but they're alone yeah. <laughs> away from a home. Or you could, uh, you could go to a hospital, especially a children's hospital where children are are there in the hospital, they're captive, and there's no way they can, they can get out at that present time, you could go and you could, you could volunteer your time and go in and minister to children. Jordan, there are a lot of different things that people could do at Christmas time to mm -hmm. sow a seed in someone else's life, and then God will take that seed and multiply it back to them. I remember when I was a kid, I don't, sometime in elementary school, I don't remember what year, we were um, taking a field trip and they made us go to a couple different nursing homes in the area, mm -hmm. and I remember thinking, Okay, well, what are we doing? Like, I, I didn't really understand. Like, I, I was old enough to understand why we were doing it to go and spend time with them, but it wasn't something I really understood until we got there and realized it. this was before we got out of school for Christmas, so I, maybe the middle of December. And when we got there, we realized how few of them had people visiting them. And, and so many of them were saying, you know, this is, we're celebrating Christmas today because this is the only visitor we're going to get. And I, I vividly remember thinking, I, I didn't really realize the gravity of it at, until I got there and I saw, even as a child, I think I was maybe 10 or 11, I remember realizing this was such a big, they were just overjoyed. They thought it was the greatest thing. And we were only there for maybe a couple of hours. We sang some Christmas carols and we played a couple games and we didn't even have any gifts or anything major, but it was something that they just went on and on. And I remember thinking that's something that I will always remember that that impacted them so much and it was such a small thing for me to give and for the rest of us who came to give to them and it wasn't even on Christmas I I'm sure if you have nothing going on at Christmas for real Christmas Eve Christmas Day 
you could make their entire year by going and visiting someone, not just elderly, but maybe someone in the hospital that doesn't have someone coming to visit them on Christmas. So Be alone together. You I mean, were about 10 or 11 at that time? Yeah. Well, you know, I haven't thought of this in years, but you remind me telling the story that when I was in high school, uh, we would go to convalescent hospitals. We would go to retirement centers. I remember once going to a school for wayward girls. That's what they <laughs> called it. For girls that had gotten on drugs mm. and girls that had gotten in a bad way. And I went, we went to their school. And we talked one-on-one -on -one with them. We sang and, and we stayed and, and, just, and just had a fellowship with them. And out. it was a good seed that we sowed in their lives. Yeah. And they really appreciated it. And, and more than just that, I know that it made a difference in that time I went to the couple of nursing homes when I was a kid. But I, I remember it. And I remember leaving feeling like, I had been ministered to in a way, and I had a good time. And, and what I came in thinking, how am I going to fill three hours with people I don't know? I, I don't like situations where I don't really know people. I'm not the friendly one that goes up to strangers. People come up to me. I don't go up to them. That's just kind of my personality. But I remember leaving thinking, not only did I actually enjoy myself, but I felt good doing it. It, it felt good to give to them. I felt like I had gotten something in return. I remember one year. Lindsay and I passed a woman who sat on the same park or uh, bus station bench uh, by on the street. It was a main street in our city. And three or four days in a row she was there. And it was winter, it was cold. And we were driving by and Lindsay said to me, why don't we make her Christmas dinner? And we made a plate of Christmas dinner and we took it down to her. And uh, we just blessed her and she was so grateful. It was a good seed that we sowed in her life. Yeah, I never saw her again, but we had an opportunity to sow a seed in her life. Yeah, and you never know what in those moments that is going on in their lives. You never know what, what that seed may grow into. You never know who you're ministering to and what that might start. What ripple effect might come from that one little seed uh, that well, you sow. Not only that, but what will come back to you as a result of your giving. It just may very well cancel out that loneliness and give you a sense of belonging and a feeling of, hey, I did something of value to someone and God's going to use that and multiply it back to me. And that doesn't just have to be a Christmas or holiday thing. No. It may be something that starts in that moment, but you may find yourself enjoying the time you're spending with people, make new relationships, new friends, people you can pour into, people who may surprise you, especially in nursing homes. I, sometimes the people I meet there, I'm thinking, you have lived such a decorated life. I mean, people who've served in the military, people who've traveled abroad, people who, college professors that, you know, I can learn from just spending time with them. Yeah, I mean, it's something that really is mutually beneficial. And this may be something that not just around Christmas time, you may find yourself wanting to do. And if that's the case, then you have blessed them and they can bless you back. Your mother and I used to go to a retirement center about 20 miles north of where we lived. And there was one particular woman that we went to see every time and she was so grateful. She was all alone and she was so grateful. And we would sit there, sometimes we would sit on her floor <laughs> next to her bed and just talk, just talk and love on her. It meant so much to her and it was a great seed that we sowed. Yeah, and on a day that you may be feeling lonely yourself, you may be feeling well, I'm all here, it's Christmas, and I'm all alone, and it's not very jolly, and, and that may be something that is very real, and, and your feelings are valid, but instead of holding on to that, take that opportunity to sow into someone else's life and be a blessing, and watch what God will do for you.
It's good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for tuning in today. If, if this is something that you know sounds familiar or there may be someone that you know that is particularly sad or lonely at this time of year or any time of year really, send this to them show them how they can become a blessing to others and how God will use that to come back to them. If you're blessed by this podcast, tell someone about the Place for Miracles and spread the healing, saving good news of Jesus with others. Remember, anytime you need prayer, we want to pray with you. Go to oralroberts.com or call the prayer group at 918-495-7777. We believe God wants you healed and whole in all areas of your life.